Hello and welcome to this special mini-series of Notorious Pedagogues. Some current events have really forced a lot of us to think about going virtually with our courses. And we wanted to share some of the things that we're doing and maybe help you alleviate some of your challenges and frustrations at this time. So we're recording this on Saturday afternoon, uh, March 14th, Pi Day, which we just laughed about a little bit because it seems that that's the last thing on our minds. But we are now four or five days after hearing from our administration at our university at Westchester that we will be moving for the rest of the term to virtual instruction. Um, and we connected, you weren't feeling very well, but we connected anyway, um, to process this and figure out what this has meant for us. So we're four or five days into this. We've had a couple of days to freak out. We've had a couple of days to connect with others. Um, we've reached out to our students. And now we're really getting to the nitty gritty of what are we going to do because we've been given this two-week period to rethink what our courses are going to look like for the next six weeks until the end of, until the, end of the term. Yes, and I think that even though our pedagogy is deeply connected to using technologies in an English classroom. Even we had a moment of pause and a moment of freaking out and, you know, well, how are we going to do this and how are we going to do that? Because, I mean, one of the arguments that we make to our students is that, you know, these are three-hour courses and or for us this semester, it's a three-hour course and we've built in time to collaborate face-to-face -face, and we're also trying to model best practices and, and good pedagogy for them. Um so I think it's funny that for us, like you'd think that us in particular, that we would be like, oh, we're moving online, like we got this. But even for us as, you know, someone with experience using technology, feeling very comfortable with technology, um, even we had a moment of like, huh, I don't know, like going to go pour a drink and like come back and think about this kind of, right? Yeah, we teach. So for those who don't know, we co-teach a class for future secondary English teachers. And we've done this for four or five years now. I've lost count. But I'll tell you that just like you said, Pauline, in the past four or five days, I've gone from, we've got this. We understand this. We know our technology. We'll put our heads together. We'll be okay. To what? Two or three days ago, I freaked out and sent you a message and said, I think we have to take out a, an entire assignment from our class, right? And then I needed to talk it through to realize, wait a minute, we there is a solution here, but I needed to talk it or at least type it out with you so that I could think it through. And again, we I would say we're pretty um, comfortable using these tools. And, you, and, and, and at first I thought we would be really comfortable moving into the virtual space, but even we are kind of like stumbling a bit to really think through how are we going to do this and how are we going to take care of um, our students and then the passion we have for what we want to teach. How can we do that? I think what I've noticed this week more than anything, I know sometimes the general public has a sense of, you know, particularly teachers who have gone on strike recently, you know, that it's, it's all about the money and it's, you know, teachers work from eight to three and they get summers off. And here we were on, and this is not to pat ourselves on the back because we are not the only ones who worked through spring break. But I do want to point out that professors across the country, you know, we're all sort of receiving these messages sporadically because it's up to each individual university. But um, what I saw through social media this week was that whether you were on break, not on break, 
maybe even on a vacation, like an actual, you know, destination that people were checking in on social media. And I mean, a Facebook group formed almost immediately, you know, a member of our university set that up and, you know, our union representatives jumped in and said, well, here's a Google doc, you know, drop your questions here so that the union president isn't getting, you know, hundreds of the same email asking the same question. So, like the ability to organize using social media was really powerful and palpable to me this week that, you know, at the end of the day, I feel, and I've always felt this, that that teachers are called to this profession, professors are called to this, and that at our, at the heart, you know, it's two main areas. One, a passion about education just just our content and you know that aspect of our job but then also loving and liking our students you know that that so many of the concerns that we saw weren't about like you know what about my pay and what about my schedule and my life has been disrupted but oh my gosh what about our most vulnerable students on campus what about our students who may not have access to food if they don't have their meal plan or what about and international housing. students and housing um and so it just like i'm trying not to get choked up right now talking about it because mm. to me this is what this is the education profession. This is the profession that I feel so deep in my heart, um, and is probably why you know some of our students have said like I'm too tough on them. But this is a high. This is the high standard that I hold our members of our profession to. You know that if you do want to clock in and out, if you do just want to disconnect. You know, that that's not really what it's about. It's about caring for humans, um, you know, knowing the power. I mean, I checked in with my student teachers who were just sort of, I think, in a stunned cycle this this past week of what if my school closes down, what happens here? And, you know, at the end of the day, just kind of um, letting them know we care about you. We're doing our best. We're, we're thinking through all of this. And it's going to be okay. And it's going to be okay. Yeah. And we're going to- We're going to help you. And if we're not yeah. sure how it's going to be okay, we're going to make it okay and think through how to make it okay. Right. Right. So just, you know, I I know that even this piece, you know, sometimes people say professors are, they live up in their head, but this week I saw a lot of professors living in their hearts hmm. and like really thinking through how how to make this okay. You know, um, in that Facebook group, I think I was sharing with you people who teach dance and music and art and just like we were freaking out, probably freaking out. But like, how do I teach an art studio virtually? How do I teach a dance class virtually? How do I? How do I do my recitals for my right, for my students? Right. Like, my goodness. Right. So I think there's a lot of heart work you know, in higher ed happening right now, folks trying to figure things out. And and now I'm also seeing it trickle as we just heard yesterday that the governor of Pennsylvania um, has said that all Pennsylvania schools will close for two weeks. So now I'm seeing that shift to the K-12. And so um, I'm hoping that with this mini series, we can maybe help folks think through some ideas, you know, certainly not to make things perfect, um, but to maybe, 
give you some tools to think about, well, here are some of the things that we're going to be doing in our own course, um, but what does that look like for your students? So just as a quick rattling off, I think we're going to end up talking about giving yourself space to not only freak out, but also be creative in your thinking about your, your teaching, um, taking care of your students, connecting with your students, looking at uh, your options of what the tools you can use are, being realistic about what you can accomplish with those, the, right. the ethics. I've seen a lot of these conversations and it actually got a little on my heels about it. The ethics of moving online, there are a lot of people who are pushing back against it um, without realizing that this is the reality in which we're in. It's about having an argument about something we can't change right now, uh, right. but looking at how we can do that ethically. Um, looking at even our own pushing our way of thinking pedagogically, our pedagogical strategies, how to move those into a virtual space. A big, I'm a huge advocate for uh, accessibility. So looking mm-hmm. at, as we're doing this, not only making sure that the videos we use and the images we use and the lessons we teach are accessible, but then also, and again, I'll thank my colleagues for saying, uh, for, and for raising the equitable concerns. What do we do for students who uh, don't have fast, reliable internet? What do we do for students who uh, are going to be accessing their courses on their phones? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because we've seen that sometimes in class when we say like, okay, open up your laptop. Some students are, are relying on tablets and some are reading something on their phone. Um, and I think along those lines too that, I mean, you said, I think what you're saying too about pushing your pedagogy and being creative, I think a lot of teachers are type A personalities and now faced with this set of challenges, they're... Oh, yeah. They have high expectations. They have the highest expectations for themselves and they want to like 100% get it right. And I don't necessarily think that we have the time. We, the, we don't have the time. Like the you time and I have the, two weeks. We have the time or the luxury. Right. That I think we are just going to have to be okay with this is the best I could come up with in the two weeks or the, you know, in some cases uh, for the K-12 schools, maybe they only have one week to move their instruction online um, and, and be okay with it. But, you know, still take the time afterwards to reflect and, and think about, well, what might I have done differently? And, And maybe even ask your students. You know, we talked about possibly sending a survey to our students this next week saying, how can we meet your needs? What what are the things you're going to need for us in terms of still being able to synchronously meet on Tuesday nights from four to seven? You know, for me, yeah. I, I need to reorganize my family structure. I and had, home life. Like I, yeah. And home life. Yeah. I mean, I came home and typically, you know, on a rolling basis, I can just put stuff at the kitchen table and get some work done, but then I pack it back up and go back to campus. Um, we anticipated doing some work during the spring break, so I did bring home the Yeti mic. Thank you. Mm. Um, but then I realized setting up in the kitchen all the noises. I mean, we did that sample, and you're like, okay, dishwasher, people, <laughs> this noise, that noise. It's a different way so, of being, right? You have to right, really kind of situate right. yourself so, in your home. Yeah, so I had to, like, clear out some space. In my first floor, which is usually like a family room. And now your virtual office. And now it's my virtual office where, you know, I've kind of politely said to the other members, all right, we're going to have to work this out because it's starting on the 30th. I have to teach down here. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to be my classroom. Yeah, this is your reality. 
and well, yeah. and, and your office because you'll be leading writing right. project and and we'll right. be doing advising, um, uh, NCTE affiliate. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to this first episode in this mini series on going virtual. We just wanted to do an initial welcome message and get our initial thoughts out there. But we're going to continue this and we'll keep going as long as, as we need to uh, because we have this space and we have this venue. Why not use it to help us process and help our colleagues and other teachers process as well? Yes, and in our next episode, we'll be talking about um, the heart of our work, which is our students.